Welcome to Business as Unusual. Business as Unusual is a podcast for marketing agencies and businesses that want to go beyond the ordinary and become extraordinary. My name is Kelly Mirabella, and I am your hostess with the mostess. I am a business and digital marketing strategist with over 14 years of marketing industry experience. On this podcast, you will learn how to create an extraordinary business through marketing, sales, and foundational strategies. You will also hear ways you can work with your clients to create win-win solutions. So whether you are just starting out or you're looking to take your business to the next level, this podcast is for you. Welcome to today's podcast. Today, I am going to go off script. We're just going to chat. We're going to talk about something that's been on my mind for quite some time, maybe because I'm experiencing it myself, maybe because I've had an uptick of people asking me about where do we find social media managers? Do you still do social media management? And I have found that a lot of the people that I've trained over the years or my colleagues who started around the same time as myself, so really veteran social media managers, have left the industry for the most part, at least on the management side. They've gone on to become coaches, strategists, consultants, content creators, um, completely leaving the industry altogether. But the fact remains, a lot of people have left the industry and burnout is at an all time high. So today we're going to dive into this. I'm going to tell you a bit about why I think this is happening. And I even asked on social media on Facebook, ironically, uh, what did other people think? And I thought that some of the insights were really spot on. So I'm going to share some of those with you as well. So let's get into this. Are you a social media manager or maybe a former social media manager? Or maybe you're someone who is struggling to find a social media manager to stick with you. It seems that in the last, I would say the last year especially, I mean, we've always seen burnout. We've always seen fallout in the industry. It's natural. But the last year, I have seen more and more digital marketers, specifically social media managers, leave the industry completely or completely transition out of management. So they'll do other things as I talked about in the intro. And I find it really interesting that this is coming, um, we're almost like at a crossroads, right? So what I have seen is we had COVID, right? And there was a lockdown. And for years, let's go, let's predate COVID. For years and years prior to the pandemic and all the lockdowns, um, Social media managers have been saying, and you know, digital marketers have been saying to businesses, hey, you need to have an online presence. This is where people are. And a lot of people didn't listen or they didn't value it. You know, they're hiring their their cousins, nephews, friends, teenager, um, or you know, the assistant in their office who is good at Snapchat to manage their company social media. And it it's you know kind of disrespectful if you think about it to you know have all these professionals who have dedicated their careers to this and that's kind of the pushback that we got for many many years and then covid came and the pandemic came and businesses really were forced in a really dramatic way to embrace digital to embrace 
social media, to embrace these tools online that we in the industry have been clamoring about for years. And so there was this big push towards everyone's online, we're forced into it. And then the social media managers, while we're like, yay, now we can help all these people, it's great. There is still a disconnect. And that's the disconnect that we are going to dive into today. It is the difference between the way it was back in the day when many of us veterans started and how it is today. It is the way, the difference between um, or the divide between the people who are hiring these social media professionals and the social media professionals in terms of the things that they're being asked to do and for the time commitment and pay that the providers or sorry, the businesses are willing to you know, pay these people and compensate. And so let's start with the, um, the main thing, which is the ever changing platforms. Not only are we seeing more and more new platforms popping up all the time. And it's this constant like, Oh, have you tried this? Oh, have you been on this? And you have serious squirrel issues. You know what I mean? Like squirrel. Oh, I got to go do this and squirrel. I got to go do this. So we have this pressure to be everywhere. And the pressure by the way, is far more intense for a social media manager, because as someone who is very much in the social media space, in the digital space, you need to keep your your thumb on the pulse, if you will, right? So you always have this need, this pressure to be on these new networks. But on top of that, these networks are changing daily. It's like we're in an uphill battle to figure out the algorithm or figure out how to you know, create content that breaks through the noise. And it's a lot. And then when you just look at the sheer amount of content that is required for one social network. Look at Instagram alone. This may be the most frustrating of all the social networks. Sure. You might think to yourself, what Instagram, that's, it's a photo sharing site. <laughs> Where you been? Where you been that you're thinking that please don't think that because Instagram alone makes daily changes to their algorithm, to the tools, to the platform, generally speaking. And they have multitudes of different types of content that needs to be created in order to be active on the platform. So you have stories, you have your reels, you have long form video, you have your static post, which includes different types of posts. You have carousels, um, and then you have highlights and like all these things. And you're pressured to do all these things and know all these things as soon as the changes come out, stay on the trend, keep creating, post every day, multiple times a day if you want to get out there with the reels and the stories, right? And burnout is for real happening. And then you have things like Facebook that is just become a clusterfuck, honestly, because Facebook is not exactly algorithmically friendly to content creators. Like, Sure. Yes, I get it there. I I know how to break through the noise and do organic posts that work. And I have friends who do it very successfully. And yes, you can use ads, but it's getting increasingly more difficult, even in like Facebook groups. And so you have this, this overwhelm of change and 
loading to the plate, if you will. The workload is growing. The workload is growing, intensifying every single day. Everything is changing. But the client's expectations while growing, they want you to do all these things. They want you to create video and content for you know static posts and your LinkedIn updates and manage comments and write blogs and all the things but they're not willing to understand, number one, the time commitment and the value in it, and number two, the amount of money it's going to cost. And it's a disconnect, really, that's really burning people out. So I want to share with you a couple of things that some of my friends on Facebook shared, and I want to dive in a little deeper to those things because I think it does it does highlight what is really being felt across the board in the industry. And if you're someone who is thinking about hiring, whether in-house or hiring an agency or a consultant to help you with your content marketing, your digital marketing, what have you, pay attention. Because if you're struggling to find someone that sticks, that sticks around, that does quality work, it might be you. Uh, I mean, I don't want to I don't want to offend you, but it might be you. So let's let's look at some of those posts. So as I mentioned, about three days ago, I posted, you know, this is what I post. I feel like I have seen a big shift over the past couple of months, uh, maybe a bit longer. And I would say it's probably about this, the past year. In seasoned social media managers having the leaving the industry. I have some thoughts on this, which I plan to discuss right now on my podcast. But before I record, I would love to know what you think. Are you seeing a shift? So this is what my friend Desiree Martinez said. It's exhausting. Now, Desiree, just so you know, does run a social media company and she does a lot of other things as well. But this is something that I know that she did for a long time. I'm not sure she does it much anymore. So this is what she says. It's exhausting. Social media is so much more manual work than ever before, which in turn requires businesses to do more and pay more. The social networks themselves don't build tools for marketers. The fact that you can't schedule reels and TikToks is absurd, especially considering considering they are demanding it. Isn't that the truth? She goes on to say, I've been in this game for 13 years and I'm just worn out with the changes adapting and over all the toxicness of it all. We need a break. And a lot of people in her responses are agreeing. Bobby went on to say spot on response. However, I'm keeping my digital marketing agency going, training people to take over the things I'm burnt out from doing. And we're steadily growing. Clients are paying more and starting to realize they aren't getting results with their friends, college kids doing it. And as a result are actually trusting us to do more. So that's one thing that I have already kind of touched on is this idea that Desiree brings up is these social networks are basically demanding you do things like reels, but they are not making it easy for people. And it's, I don't know if it's just an assumption that we're all sitting around doing reels all day. And even the people who specialize in this, and I want you to note that specialize, all they do is Instagram or all they do is Facebook. We're going to touch on that some more in a little bit. Even those people, they'll put out like, here's how I post on, um, you know, here's how I grew my Instagram channel. This is my posting schedule. And it's insane. Like normal people who run businesses, they can't do that. Social media managers who are being hired to do multiple channels, they're not going to be able to do that, not without a support staff. And the expectation is just unbelievable, both from the platform point of view to the client point of view. It really comes down to the clients, you, the hirer. You need to understand, going back to what I just said about specialists, 
we are moving into a specialized situation in the social media management industry. I believe in the next five years, maybe less, probably less, and we're already seeing it right now at the larger scale companies, um, is that each channel, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, uh, YouTube, et cetera, will have a specialist and you will need to hire a specialist for each channel. And I believe that that's the way we're going. Because when I started in social media marketing over 14, 15 years ago, what I did for clients then was a very small, little, tiny portion, a percentage of what is being done today. You know, all we did was Facebook management, which was very simple back then. We didn't do a lot of video. That wasn't a thing. It was, you know, posting pictures and writing captions and managing comments and maybe managing some reviews. I did email marketing. I did blog content. Um, we did some Twitter content, but that was super easy. Maybe some LinkedIn optimization, but that was it. That was the extent. And YouTube, yes, we did YouTube, but it wasn't as popular or it wasn't such a must-have as it is today. So we're seeing this shift, right, of there's more, more demand on the social media manager, but specialization has become the way to go. However, here's the disconnect. The disconnect is that the companies hiring these agencies, these freelancers, or people to come in their, their business and work as an employee, they're still thinking 2000 mindset of, oh, they can handle it all for like $500 a month, maybe $1,000 a month. But they want, they want 2022 social media. They want reels. They want stories. They want YouTube videos. Um, by the way, every one of those includes video, which in and of itself is a huge undertaking. Do you know it takes me four hours at least to edit a five-minute YouTube video? Now, I will say reels are a lot faster, but if you are a social media manager creating content for someone else and that someone else is not willing to get on camera, but they're expecting you to do reels and stories you got yourself a problem. That is a huge undertaking. And I have seen it time and time again, more times than are necessary. It has become the norm, not the standout. It is the thing where the client says, I want you, I want to be successful on Instagram. I want to be successful on YouTube, but they're not willing to do any of the work in terms of like, you're the brand, like you need to be in front of the camera and even large companies. Now, large companies, they're going to hire someone to be in front of the camera for them, but they're paying a full-time, you know, employee, a full-time salary, hopefully. So let's carry on and see what else other people have said on this post. Okay, so my friend Catherine Ann uh, recently retired from the digital world, and I really thought that her her thing summed it up. Like this, this is where I was like, "Yep, that's that's the problem." So let me read you what Catherine had to say. As a recently retired social media manager, I can share a few thoughts about why I decided to retire earlier than planned. I think my reasons can apply to both entrepreneurial social media managers, consultants, and those who are employees. Number one, the expectation that you can access all the tools you need to effectively do your job, such as Adobe, Canva, social ads, she says Hootsuite, any kind of scheduling tool, et cetera, without having to spend money, that is a thing. People don't expect you to have to spend 
you know, have a budget for the actual tools that are needed. Number two, she goes on to say that content creation is quote unquote easy because their kid does it. Um, I think we can all agree that's not true. <laughs> Number three, that you can pull a metric report together in minutes after you give them the report. They choose to disagree with your assessment of what that report is indicating. Number four, that no research or training is needed to continue to keep up with trends. That's hysterical, right? Number five, that there is no need to respect deadlines you set because everything is digital and can be posted instantaneously. Number six, that content curation, planning, and scheduling is unnecessary. That's ridiculous, right? And number seven, that they don't really need to pay you for the full extent of your expertise. Some of these apply directly to me. Others apply to other former social media managers that I have seen walk away from the role. Now, I could not... I cannot um, agree with her more. Honestly, this was so spot on the myths of the industry. Let's dissect these. The expectation that you can access all the tools that you need to effectively do your job for free. The people who are hiring these social media managers are, are not even considering where the money that they spend goes to. They're like, oh, social media is easy. Like I post to Facebook, you know, my, my nephew does it all the time. My daughter does it all the time. Like it's easy. No friend, when you want professionally curated social media content, when you want to be on all these platforms, when you want graphics and video, which takes editing tools, graphic design tools, we need scheduling tools so that you could be everywhere you want to be. Um, yeah, these things need, there are tools and they cost money. And while, yes, it is the cost of doing business, it is still a cost that needs to be covered by the business owner who provides the service, right? All right, let's go on to number two that she had. The content creation is easy because their kid does it. How many times have we run into this? I have done amazing work for people. I don't do social media management anymore. Um, I mean, I would really have to be excited about a product or a brand in order, and they'd have to pay me well in order for me to get back into it. And yes, there are a couple of companies out there that I'd be like, yeah, I'd do it. But what has happened in my past experience is I was hired to do social media and create content. And the first you know, six months, they are blown away by the quality and the engagement and the things that are happening due to my hard work and my industry knowledge. And then, you know, um, then it kind of goes downhill from there. Six months, a year later, they start thinking, they get used to it, right? They get used to, oh no, it's so, you make it look so easy. Yeah, that's my skill set. <laughs> so then they hire someone else to do it and you'll go back and you'll look. And by hire someone else, I don't mean the professional. I mean, they're going to hire their daughter who just graduated from high school because she knows how to do Instagram reels, right? Um, they don't understand the business side of it. They don't understand the strategy side of it. And so they'll start posting content. And basically at first they'll copy what you do, what you did. I've had this happen so many times. Even today, I'll go back to some of the brands that I did content for and management for, and there's just copying what I did. And the problem with just copying is that there is a strategy that needs to be in place. It can't always be the same years later. Like if you're doing the same thing that I did for you back in, you know, 2018, then you're doing it wrong. Um, another thing is they'll hire, you know, their, like I said, their daughter, their assistant, someone who 
is a lower pay. They're cutting cost and they expect those people to do something. There is a company here that I follow that I would love to work with here locally. And I just found out that they're, they paid someone in their office $2,000 a month just to manage Facebook which is great and all, but they're not on any other social network. Now, this is a real estate company. And I have to wonder, like, why are you doing that? I personally, I think $2,000 a month for Facebook is fantastic. But the problem is, is that this person is not doing $2,000 worth of work. And as much as I do value the process, I'm just like, I wonder, hmm, you know, if you spend a little bit more, you could be on Instagram too or whatever. Now, who knows? Maybe they only have 2000 to spend. The point is, is that you don't know if you don't hire a professional. Okay. All right. Let's go on to the next one. I love this one because I've, I've done this one too. And this happens a lot in-house. Number three, that you can pull a metric report together in minutes. And after you give them the report, they choose to disagree with your assessment and that the report is indicating. So that's a myth. You can't just run a report right? There's, I, yeah, sure. I have tools. I run a report every month for my clients when I did do social media management, but I have to be able to go through it and look at that report and give you my expert opinion. And then you, the client can't just disagree with what the data shows. If the data shows, then the data shows, and you need to listen to your social media manager. Number four, I love that no research or training is needed to continue to keep up with trends. I already talked about this a bit about if you're still doing 2018, 2019 social media, you're doing it wrong. You have to stay up on these things. And this is really where a lot of that burnout is coming from between expectation, not getting paid enough, and the constant amount of research and training and investment that the social media manager needs to make in their self in order to stay up on this stuff is astounding. This stuff is uh, working at hyperspeed. Social media content, uh, these tools, the platforms, they are changing at hyperspeed. And it is incredibly difficult for someone to not specialize, to know everything there is to know about Facebook, everything there is to know about LinkedIn, everything there is to know about Pinterest. And that's not a thing. So if you are someone who has a social media manager on staff, you need to be making sure that they have the time and the resources to continue their training. Dedicate to that. Invest in that. Because if they're invested in that, then you will see the results. Number five, that there is no need to respect deadlines because digital can be posted instantaneously. This is something that I've talked to my students about, you know, setting expectations, setting boundaries. And we have to be really, really clear with clients because it is very easy to step over the line and say, well, it's, you know, just post this. Like just, they just send you something. Hey, I need this posted today. It, please don't do that. There's so many reasons why that's a bad idea. First of all, a good social media manager knows strategy and they have put together a content strategy for a reason. So for you to just pop something in out of the blue, because you think it's going to work does not mean it should be put out there. And also you need to understand it takes time to put together a graphic or a video or what have you. It's not just something I can drop everything and do because we are constantly as social media managers, we, I don't know why I say we, I'm no longer doing this for these exact reasons, but we're constantly battling and balancing and 
wearing multiple hats. And if you want us to drop everything to do that one thing that you think is super important that I can post today, then a lot of stuff is not going to happen. So a lot of things you don't see is not going to happen, right? Number six, the content curation, planning, and scheduling is unnecessary. That is bullshit. If you are someone who is in the industry, <coughs> excuse me, or if you are hiring someone who's in the industry and you have that, that expectation, you have that mentality, your content will fail. And if you're sitting around wondering, why does my content not convert? Why is it that the, I'm not getting engagement? Yeah, some of it could be the algorithm, but nine times out of 10, it's because you're not planning correctly. You're not scheduling things. Um, that's where a lot of burnout with with uh, the new social media managers are coming in, these young people who don't really understand what the industry entails. And they'll come in and be like, oh, no, I don't believe in scheduling. You know, you the algorithms want you to post natively. I'm like, you are asking to be burnt out in six months. Take it from someone who's been doing this for 15 years. Don't, don't do that. There are other ways to make the algorithms happy. Schedule your content. Have a full extended content strategy. Think through your content strategy. Understand how it helps you reach your goals as a business. And then number seven, love this one. This is a kicker. They don't really need to pay you for your full extent of your expertise. Yeah, your budgets and your demands and your expectations are not matching up. And I think every social media manager out there would agree that most companies are not paying what is required for the expectation that they have. And so, you know, that's a twofold thing. Social media managers need to start stepping up and they need to say, hey, no more. Like, this is how much it's going to cost foot down. Or they're going to say, you know, your expectation is pretty high. It's going to cost this much. But, you know, based off your budget, here's what I can do for you instead. So there's just a multitude of issues that are going on. Um, I thought it was also interesting that there were some other comments in here that I want to explore from people who are not social media managers, because I do find it interesting how their perspective is. So let's, let's uh, take a second. Let me grab a quick sip of water for you. It'll be a second. You won't even notice. And then we'll jump into those. Now, to be fair, the person who gave this particular point of view is in the digital space, but he is not a social media manager. So that would explain why he's actually pretty spot on. This is from Dan Holloway. Uh, he says, not an SMM myself, but thoughts I would share on this is that I do believe that there to be both elements of standard economics and society at play also. So if we look at the diffusion of innovation curve, social media these days is very much, in my view, in the laggard area. A new platform gets released, which for a time sticks some people back in the earlier stages, but they are very quickly moving forward to laggard again. And anytime you're in that area, it's basically a world of volume, cheap expectations, and quick and simple fixes. The other thing would be society, especially given impact of big shifts in some people's thinking, politics, COVID, BLM, Russia, Ukraine, et cetera. There's been a lot going on lately. And frankly, while social media has helped in some areas, I feel a lot of people are just tired of the relentless trends, negativity, expectations, and bombardment of ads, content, thoughts, and opinions. And as a SMM, social media manager, where you are looking and dealing with all of these at the same time for long hours, five to seven days a week, it's not surprising there's burnout. He says, there you go, Kelly, that's my two cents worth. And I think Dan brings up a really important point is that there's a lot 
in the world going on, a lot of negativity, a lot of polarizing ideals and ideas and content. And to add to the plate of a social media manager who is already under immense amount of stress because of the ever-changing platforms and the requirements and the expectations and at low pay and low respect, and then add to that that they are tied to a device all the flipping time. So they are being basically forced into constantly being turned on and stimulated by politics, COVID, BLM, Russia, Ukraine, like what else is going on? And it's exhausting and it's horrible for your mental health. There is a mental health crisis in the industry. People are so burnt out, they don't even know what to do with themselves. So I do think he had a really good point. Laura, um, he went on to say, I think people are just tired. There were pros and cons during the pandemic for connecting online, but now people are tired of the games we find on these platforms. She said, I'm not a social media manager, but I'm burnt out. So I can only imagine how you guys feel. And I agree. I think we're all burnt out and tired because we're at this, this point in history, right? We were forced online in a way like never before because of the pandemic. Social media managers became important all of a sudden, but then now, I don't know. Are they still important? I think they're important. Of course I do, but I think it's still a while before these companies realize what it takes. And I think it's going to take the industry saying, you know, mm, not going to do it, not going to do it anymore. Um, I love this one that Kayleen had said, let me hold on one second and pull it up here. Um, she writes, I just gave notice to my client of eight years, a health and wellness e-commerce brand. I'm tired of feeding the content machine and constantly producing more and more to keep up with the latest algorithmic changes. There's a general lack of understanding in what really takes to create content and how long it takes. And it's just not worth it for me anymore. Um, so I'm, she wrote more, but I think that that really sums it up, doesn't it? It's that it takes more than you think. It's not the social media of 2010, 2012, 2018. It's a different world. And the expectation and the, the pay is not matching up. So what is the solution? Well, let's, let's explore that for a second. I would say when we're looking at solutions, there's a couple of things that whether people will do these or not, I don't know, but this is how I think we're going to have to move forward if you really want to be successful with digital marketing. And that is that businesses need to adjust, number one, their expectation, number two, their budgets, and understand this is a serious full-time commitment. It takes a lot of work. Um, the other thing is I think people are going to have to start specializing. And I think businesses are going to have to start hiring teams or agencies that have multiple um, managers or content creators on multiple platforms. You're seeing this already at the large uh, companies, enterprise level companies, where you'll have someone who is in charge of Instagram. You have a manager in charge of Twitter. You'll have an entire team for video editing. So if you are someone who is trying to hire a social media manager to do all those things for you, you need to understand that that is expensive. It is incredible uh, time undertaking. Video alone, I think that you, you see like a 15 second video, a 30 second video, and you're gonna say something like, oh, you know, that's easy. 
It's not easy. If it were easy, you'd be doing it. Um, <laughs> no, it's not easy. It's a full-time freaking job. And it takes a lot of work to have a strategy and understand the ongoing changes as we've covered. So I do think that one of the things um, that that is going to change the industry if it happens is is specialization. I really do. I think the client needs to have a better budget and a better expectation. And I think that people need to be hired as a specialist. Um, you're going to need to hire someone who is very good at video. If you want video, you're going to need to hire someone who is very good at Instagram, or you're going to need to hire a company that can facilitate all those things, but you're going to have to pay a high ticket price because they are very likely uh, hiring people like either subcontracting, which is fine, or they have employees that manage each aspect of that. Because if you think of like large companies that have, you know, entire marketing departments, they have a design team, they have a video editing team, they have on screen talent, they have strategists, they have um, an SEO person, they have a blogger. Like they have someone who just manages Instagram or just manages TikTok. So this is becoming the norm at those levels. And I think that everyone else needs to get on board. So whether or not that happens, I don't know. What's the solution for right now? If you're listening to this and you are a company or person thinking of hiring, put these into considerations, adjust your expectations, make your budget bigger. If you want more things. If you are a social media manager, then my advice is set expectations from the get-go. Create clear boundaries with your clients and demand higher pay for stuff that takes longer. Stop cheaping out. Do not compete on price. We have seen what that does to the industry. Everyone is getting burnt out. So it's just super important that you, that you, you know, that you take care of yourself and your business, right? Social media manager talking to you. So if you're feeling burnt out, you know, listen to that intuition, maybe transition out. You know, I did it. A lot of my friends did it. I read comments from a lot of people who did it. Um, but if you want to stick with it, then I would highly suggest that you create clear expectations and boundaries and price yourself accordingly because the struggle is real and it's a detriment to your mental health and to your um, happiness in life. Uh, you don't want to, this is not regular burnout. This is not regular business burnout. This is another level. So the other thing I would say is, um, you know, yeah, you could do all those things that all the like podcasts and the blogs write about like, yeah, disconnect, you know, try something else, meditate, read a book, turn your phone off. Those are temporary fixes for a big problem. And until the clients and the hiring managers figure this shit out, I don't think that the solution is there. Um, so good luck out there, friends. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it at that. Good luck out there. I would love to know what you think. You could DM me or share this on Instagram. I am at Stellar247. You can reach out to me anywhere online at Stellar247. If you want to check out the post, it was three days ago on my personal Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash the Colorado girl. It's the only one that's different. And I would love to know what you think about this topic. It's uh, it's a really deep topic. It's one that's really intimate to me, if you will, because I was a social media manager for so long and I did 
get burnt out. And even today as a, as a content strategist and coach and consultant, because I'm still in the digital marketing space, I feel myself burnt out a lot. And I don't know what the answer to that is other than should I just retire? Because I feel like that might be the thing, but I love it too much. You know, I love, I love what I do too much. So if you have an answer, if you want to join the conversation, let's do that. All right. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast today. I really appreciate you as a listener. Um, if you have questions or you want to reach out to me, you can reach me on Instagram at Stellar247. That's S-T-E-L-L-A-R-2-4-7. Don't forget, if you are on a platform listening to this that has reviews like Apple Podcasts, please give me a review. That would be super helpful. And if you found this interesting conversation, uh, fun and worthy of a share, go ahead and share this with a friend, share it on social. I'd really appreciate that as well. Thank you so much and uh, good luck out there, friends.